I worked with this guy. We had a work outing, which included drinks. I got a little too drunk to drive home, so he offered me a ride. A few others accepted the ride along with me. He dropped them off first, and dropped me off last, and asked me if I had feelings for him. I told him I thought he was really cool because we had similar interests. I then promptly reminded him of our no fraternizing agreement we signed before we started working there. I also told him I wasn't interested in him romantically. From that evening on, he would always find ways to tell me he had hot dates that would then cancel on him and he would ask me if I wanted to go out for drinks. It felt like he was trying to make me feel bad so that I would go out with him, but I never accepted. He asked me out to dinner dates and to the movies a handful of times, which I always declined and reminded him that I had no interest in him that way. A few of my coworkers caught him looking through my phone. I assume he was looking for texts from other guys. He accused our other male co-workers of sexually harassing me when he saw that we were friends on Snapchat or even text, even though there wasn't any type of sexual relationship going on between them and I. He would send videos of me dancing in a club to our co-workers. Meanwhile, I had no idea that he was there or that the videos existed. I had many co-workers coming up to me and asking me if I had any knowledge of the videos and if I felt safe. He showed up to my house a couple of times without me knowing or inviting him. He knocked once and took off. Another time he just stood there and left without knocking. We only knew this because of my roommate's motion censored security cam that would send us notifications and videos when there was activity. My biggest mistake was accepting another ride from him after all of this. I was in a group setting again, so I thought it would be safe. My coworkers were sort of aware of this and they asked if I could be dropped off first. He went about dropping them all off first. I stayed in the back seat and he begged me to move to the front seat, but I didn't. At the end, he demanded why I wasn't interested in him and why I didn't like him since he was such a nice guy. At this point, I was furious and honestly terrified. I started screaming at him, pointing out to him all the times I told him I wasn't interested and declined all his invitations. I opened the door while he was moving and he slammed on the brakes. I think I startled him. I jumped out and sprinted home. Not 10 minutes later, I get a text from him asking again, when did I lose interest in him? And if it's because he's too nice or if it's because he gets too many other hot dates. As if I didn't spend five minutes telling him I was never interested in him. And as if I just didn't sprint out of his car. I blocked him on everything, brought it up to my manager the next day and filed a report. Then put in my two weeks. This happened in early 2017. I was a 23 year old girl and had just finished college. The field I studied was not huge in my area, so I decided to leave. I moved to the biggest city in our country to make a post-graduation course and look for a job. As I was still unemployed, I decided I would wait to make a long-term rental contract, worrying about a possible bad commute to work. In the first couple of months, I was switching from Airbnbs and hostels all the time. I was already tired of this. I decided this would be my last move and then, with or without a job, I would settle. I was running out of money and decided to stay in a dorm in a hostel next to where I was taking classes. Sharing a bedroom is not a problem to me during a trip, 
But when you're living somewhere, trying to create a routine, sharing a bathroom with some complete strangers just sucks. I would share the dorm with three guys, but it's not with any of them that my bad encounter occurs. They were nice, apart from one of them snoring so bad at night. No biggie. In another dorm, although, was the creepiest person I've ever seen. He was in his mid-thirties, and he was not traveling. He was native from the city where we were in, and was using the hostel as a new house since his parents kicked him out of theirs. He introduced himself and tried to be nice and flirty with me. I was polite initially, but declined his advances. He wouldn't stop. He started following me all day long in the hostel. Anywhere I went, he would show up in less than five minutes. On the second day there, I left the hostel to a job interview, and by the time I arrived back to the hostel, late at night, he was seated alone on the front stairs, waiting for me. He told me this like it was the most natural thing on earth. He would buy me snacks, ask me out, try to get information about my personal life. All these things, when I already made it clear of my lack of interest in this friendship. All this happened in three days. I was exhausted of his presence, but what I didn't know is that it could have went worse. As soon as one of the guys that was sharing the dorm with me left, he asked the hostel staff to switch dorms so he could stay in the same one as me. Obviously, he didn't tell me this, so imagine how surprised and disgusted I was when I saw him coming into the dorm with all his belongings. I was so scared of his presence that I slept wearing jeans to avoid any sort of advantage that he could take while I was sleeping. The very next morning I decided to leave. The situation had got worse and I couldn't handle it anymore. While I was packing the guy showed up, noticed what I was doing and started to cry, asking me not to leave him. Then to make things even more creepy and disgusting, he told me that he would miss seeing my face while I was sleeping and thank god that he had taken photos. I was trying my best to stay calm but I lost it when he told me he had taken pictures of me while I was sleeping. I took his phone out of his hand and asked him to see the pictures and deleted all of them. There were a bunch of photos of me sleeping in the night before. I left the hostel and I really regret not reporting him to the staff. Crazy lonely dude in the hostel, please, let's never meet again. This happened a few years ago at a gaming event in London. I'm very active on Twitch and a bunch of my friends were traveling from all over to go to this event. I was a moderator for this channel and another one of the mods was from the Netherlands who I was very good friends with at the time. He told me he wasn't going to the event because it was too expensive. Skip forward to the day of the event. I get a message on my phone from this mod saying he's outside of the event and he would like to meet up with us. Turns out. He had been planning to come all along, but was just aiming to surprise us with his presence. At this point, it's important to note, this group consisted of three boys and three girls. And us three girls decided that we were going to leave the event early to go get ready for the party that evening. As we were trying to leave, he tried to come with us. Even though we kept proclaiming that it was literally just us three girls going back to my place to get changed and flashy for the party which in hindsight was very creepy of him to want to come with us. We all arrived at the party and the drinks are flowing and he keeps actively making too much of an effort to spend time with me, giving me drinks, interrupting my conversation with people and just becoming a general hindrance. It got to the point where I was literally trying to hide from him the whole rest of the night. 
As it approached kickout time for the party, a whole group of us moved onto a nightclub that was nearby, where he just stood and watched us all dance, literally like a statue. It was beyond creepy. And several people up to this point had pointed out his weird behavior towards me. Around 3 a.m., we all make the move to the train station to head our separate ways. Me and another girl had to go the same way, as she lived a few train stops away from me. As I was about to leave, he approached me and said, I'd like to take you home. I have nowhere to stay tonight, and as I planned to walk around London taking photos, it'd be no bother to me. Alarm bells started ringing. He traveled all this way, knowing that he had no place to stay. A creepy middle-aged guy who had surprised visit a group of younger people in another country, and he wants to take me home. Hell no. I politely declined and explained I lived rather far out of London and it would be too long of a trip for him to take to escort me home when I already had my friend for my journey. I dart around saying goodbye and make a swift exit before he can notice that I'm gone. It's now 5am and I am home. My window faces the same direction as the front of the house. I'm getting changed, preparing for bed and I go to close my curtains. There's a strange figure standing outside my house. It was very dark and I couldn't make it out, but from their stature, I immediately recognized this gentleman, similar stature, to the guy that traveled across the country to spend literally every living moment with me. Whether it was him or not, I will never be sure, but I have never ran downstairs quick enough to make sure the front door was locked than I did in that moment. Safe to say, I didn't sleep that night. The next day, there were talks in the mod chat after he mentioned that he went traveling on the underground to visit different areas, but never really confirmed where he went or what he saw, so I guess I'll never know if it was him, but if it was, I never want to see him again. When I was 15, Ray William Johnson was the most subscribed to channel on YouTube. I feel it's necessary to say now that he was not the YouTuber this story is about, but I feel this is important to include for context. Doing some research for this post, he was the first YouTube channel to ever reach 5 million subscribers, so he was very popular at the time. In his show, he reviewed viral videos as a teenager. It was one of my favorite things to watch. Every week, he would pick one subscriber video to provide the comment question of the week to which his subscribers would provide responses in the comment section. A friend and I thought we had a great question to ask featuring her new baby iguana and sent it in every week after filming it. By the fourth or fifth week, our video was selected and aired on that week's show. In hindsight, there definitely wasn't much more traffic coming into my account, but at the time, it really felt like it. I had 30 some messages in my message box at the time and quite a few comments on the original video. I can confidently say, let's not meet, to anyone in that comment section, garnering such classy comments as, I'd tap both of you at the same time. I would do you both, and the iguana can watch. I would totally do the girl on the left. And of course the classic, I love you. My friend at the time was 13 years old, and my message box did not look much different. Now, as a teenager with low self-esteem, I was pleased with a lot of this new attention. I was actually taking time to respond to a lot of the messages, ignoring the disturbing ones, thanking people for congratulating me on getting picked, 
and occasionally starting a conversation with some internet strangers. One of the most common questions I got asked after the video was, how old are you? And of course I offered up the information because why wouldn't I? One specific person sticks out because he continued talking to me consistently. Every day I would have a message from him and I would respond. He was just chatting, just being nice. I thought he had a YouTube account, small, but had a couple thousand subscribers. Having had 11 myself, all of which being my friends, I thought it was cool that his channel was successful. He asked me how old I was. I told him 15. He told me he was 21. It was initially quite tame conversation, but after a few weeks, he asked me for my phone number. I was naive and gave it to him because he was nice and he didn't live anywhere near me. From what he told me, he lived several states away. Then he texted me all the time. He tried calling me. Around this time is where I started getting creeped out. He began talking about wanting to meet me. Now, at this point I had seen To Catch a Predator in school, and I started getting somewhat suspicious. I never gave him any more information other than the state I lived in and my first name. That seemed innocent enough, but he started getting flirty and creepy and generally uncomfortable to talk to. I slowly stopped responding, ignoring his phone calls. I would say I was busy. Then he found my other social media accounts and tried talking to me there. I told him I had gotten a boyfriend, which was a lie, but he still sent me generally just comforting messages, especially looking back at it. This guy made me so uncomfortable that even thinking about it now or seeing his username makes me feel nauseated and tense. The messages that really got to me, the one that finally scared me enough and the one that I can actually remember after all these years said, I'm gonna come to Ohio to find you. And when I finally do, I'm gonna hug you so hard. I'm gonna squeeze and squeeze until your eyes pop out of your little head. I never told my parents, but I was lucky enough to be able to get my phone number changed. I started getting paranoid that he would find me, checking my locks, closing my curtains. I removed him from some social media changed my usernames and display names to make myself harder to find because, you know, I was a teenager to be able to contact my actual friends all the time. Surprisingly, it got quiet for a while and I slowly gained some feeling of safety back. I actually started a new YouTube channel at the recommendation of some friends and started putting myself out there again, doing more media production, which I love, and garnering a small following of 1200 strangers none of whom ever made me feel unsafe, thankfully. A few years down the road, I started my freshman year of college. I had just turned 18, and wouldn't you know, he found me again, found me on all social medias, sent me messages again, posted some comments on my old YouTube channel. All at once, I felt absolutely sick. I remember the creepy messages and unsettling feeling, just generally breathlessness I had when he started telling me he would find me and that he was coming for me. I had a brief panic attack before swiftly blocking him on everything. My profiles were me at my new college, wearing my gear and everything. I would have been significantly easier to find now, and I knew it. I hardly made any friends my first year at college. I didn't leave my room much after that happened. I never went to parties. I scarcely made friends. 
Every so often I would remember the experience and get sick. This is one of those times. I've since graduated. I moved far away with my boyfriend, but I still check my locks and curtains aggressively every night, sometimes three or four times, even if I'm sure I've done it already. What I'll never understand is how a grown man at 21 would be so interested in a 15 year old girl and especially still be interested after several years. The entire memory disgusts me. He still posts videos on the YouTube channel and all I can think about is how he tried to get with me when I was a minor, a child. He was a predator. He took away my sense of safety and up to this point he certainly is on my top 10 list of people with whom I hope I never ever have to encounter again. Around a year, maybe a year and a half ago, I was using this app called Whisper to help with making new friends after getting out of high school. I was 19 at the time and had a really nice boyfriend. I had used Whisper before and actually made two or three friends during my senior year and also found a friend of mine's boyfriend cheating using Whisper. So safe to say that this app can be a handful sometimes. I put out a Whisper asking for someone to talk to and of course I got tons of replies, but I couldn't reply to all of them. But I messaged some of the interesting ones back. This guy named Jack started messaging me, and he seemed really nice. He said he was 23, and actually lived 8 minutes from my house. If you have used Whisper, you know that you can search by area, or go into a general section to see thousands of whispers being uploaded that you could reply to. You could also send photos instantly after 4 messages for some reason. As soon as he messaged me four times, he sent me a selfie, and I was surprised, but didn't really respond to it. Jack was telling me that he was working for a towing company in a neighboring town, and how he would have to go use the interstate to go places. At the time, I didn't have a job because my mother was sick, so I would use my laptop out in the kitchen at the table to watch streams and play some games in case she needed me at some point. I remember watching my friend stream talking to my friends and genuinely having a good time until I got a text from Jack. Now, I never gave him my address, never really explained where I lived, but he texted me saying, hey, look out your window. I thought maybe something happened on the interstate, but then I remembered I never told him how close it was to me. I see a tow truck right outside my house with the car broke down or something. My blood ran cold. He was at the truck waving. I started shaking. Due to having bad anxiety, I ended up having an anxiety attack. How do you know where I lived? I replied asking what he meant, and he said, Well, you're home, aren't you? I didn't respond, went back to the stream, and started typing to my friends, freaking out to them. I didn't want to call the cops, because my cousin is one, and so is one of my friends. As soon as anything was heard about it, I thought I'd be in deep shit for it, so I just ignored him. Then, he sent me a dick pic on the app. I was disgusted and deleted the post, and messages from Whisper. I also blocked him. The next day, an unknown number texted me, and I figured out it was him. I ignored it, and then I got a restricted phone call, and I picked up. Big mistake. I was out in the garage with my cat, and I heard the voice on the other end say, Hey, you look sexy right now. Wanna go for some ice cream down the road? I looked at the door that was next to me, and I see him in his car, driving slow, keeping his eyes locked on me. 
I jumped up and ran inside after hanging up, running to my room so I could feel the comfort of my blankets on my bed. I was petrified. I got a job soon after at Subway and he would come in and start harassing me, texting me from random numbers since I would block all of them. I felt paranoid all the time, knowing that he seemed to know where I was all the time. One day, my now ex-boyfriend ended up texting him furiously, telling him to leave me alone, stop stalking me and everything. I never got a message after that, but I'm still paranoid he's watching me. So Jack, let's not meet. A few months ago, my sister started talking to this boy online named Ben. The two of them had a lot in common and were only about a year apart in terms of age. We didn't think anything of it at first because it's normal to have online friends these days. My sister is really introverted so it was nice to hear that she had someone to chat to. From what I understand, Ben was also there for her emotionally too, if that makes sense. My sister became quite attached to him. Ben also introduced her to a few of his friends as well. They all seemed like your typical edgy teenagers, the kind that post selfies with emo song lyrics and stuff like that. Ben seemed like a normal caring friend and even messaged me a couple times when he was concerned about my sister being upset. He seemed genuine and I was happy that my sister found someone like this. One day, my sister asked my mom if she could meet up with Ben in the city. He lived in another state and had organized to spend a week in our state with his aunt. So it seemed like the perfect opportunity for them to meet up. They arranged a date and time to meet in the city and my mom had accompanied her. When that day came though, he didn't even show up. He made some excuse up that his aunt wouldn't drive him there. And we figured she was probably concerned about Ben meeting someone he had only known over the internet. I admit, I did have a really bad feeling about their meetup while we waited for Ben to show up, but I stupidly ignored it. My sister, understandably, was quite upset that he hadn't showed up. Ben messaged me to apologize to us for having to run around after him. He explained that his aunt could be unreasonable sometimes. At the moment, I genuinely believed he was a decent person and wasn't lying about his situation. After a couple of months passed with just the two of them chatting away like normal, at some point, my mom gets the idea that she and my sister could fly to his state and meet him. Ben liked the idea, and so they ordered their flight tickets. One day out of the blue, my sister burst into my room, clearly frightened. She told me to block Ben and the two friends he introduced me to earlier. When I asked why, she explained to me that Ben had been a cover-up identity for a person that had previously threatened her using another account. All of the pictures he posted were from someone else's account. She found this out and confronted him. His two friends that we had chatted with on posts and everything were all fake accounts run by him to keep up the illusion. The person after being confronted by my sister admitted that they were keeping tabs on my sister. They had been chatting for months and she had likely told him personal things too. The flight tickets were immediately canceled after my mom found out and we were all spooked about the whole thing. I still am. I am even a little paranoid to share this. We couldn't tell the police because my sister was a dingus and didn't keep a copy of the messages the account sent her. The account was taken down after we informed the guy whose pictures were stolen about the incident. 
So whoever this person is, let's never cross paths again. So backstory. This happened a few days ago when I was on holiday with my friend in Seoul. To put this in context, we are two 20 year olds who look more like we're 16 or something. Anyway, we were at a train station waiting for the train when I accidentally brushed my elbow against this old man's back. He got up and started swearing really loudly at us. I obviously apologized. At this time, the train came and we got on. The old man was also getting on through another door. On the train, he walked past us and started swearing at us again and sat somewhere else. When we got to the train station that we were supposed to get off at, I turned around to face the door and realized he was also going to get off and he was staring at us from the other door. But it happened so fast so we just had to get off. And at the door at the platform, he asked me where I was from. I was shocked and scared so my friend just dragged me away. We hid behind a convenience store at the platform for about 5 minutes and then decided to exit. As we got closer, we realized that he was standing by the exit and looking for us, waiting for us. We immediately ran in the other direction to the other exit where we got on a bus. We kept looking behind us and hoping he didn't follow us. After this whole situation, we were shocked and paranoid that we went back to our place and changed out of our clothes we were wearing and fear that he would spot us again. Thankfully nothing happened after that and we got back home safe. But I wouldn't want to think about what would have happened if we didn't see him at the exit and continue walking his way. So old man at the train station, let's never meet again.